Hey, rock stars, I'm JB, expert salesperson and master presenter. I'm the doctor, psychologist, and behavioral expert. This is the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab Podcast. We're high-performance coaches that help service-based professionals and entrepreneurs take their skills to the next level. 70% of entrepreneurs fail, which is why every week we have real talk with real entrepreneurs to help ensure you are not one of them. We're also the inventors of the Be Rich Mindset, where we rise to mastery, inspire greatness, celebrate knowledge, and help others along the way. So join us in the lab. And now, on to the show. What's up, rock stars? Welcome back to the lab. I'm JB. I'm the doctor. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the Entrepreneur and Mastery Lab, where I and the doctor have real conversations with real professionals every single week, or at the very least, between he and I, to share with you some of the wisdom and insights that we can gain from conversations to make you better at what you do. And if you happen to be a returning listener, well, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us again. If you haven't already, new or returning, go ahead, give us a like, a subscribe, a follow, a five-star review, share us on social media, get the impact and influence out there. We want to help out more people and we need your help to do it. Just a little bit of a hand goes a long way. He gave you a lot of directions there. So if you have to hit rewind and go through them slowly, feel free to do that. But just do all those things. I thought you were just going to repeat them. I don't have the lung capacity for that. All right. All right. Well, I'm, I'm excited, Doc, as always. You know me. It's, it's always a new fun day when it comes to the podcast. And, and I especially love that we've been getting out and about live and local a lot more lately. Yeah, it's great to do some, not only do some in-person networking events more consistently, but also hosting some, which has been great to actually get back to what we do best, get out there with the people and keep them entertained. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think we say this enough. We, we call ourselves high performance coaches, but really we performance has two meanings. Performance means getting better at what what you're doing in the soft skill development. But it's also, you know, that influence of performance in what we do. And I don't know that we can actually do that behind a screen or uh, through a sound wave as well as we can in person. So it's nice to get out there in front of people and actually host some workshops where we can bring them up on stage with us to have some fun. Yeah, it's, you know, nothing like doing pulling a big psychology word for you in vivo in person in action kind of event where you get to actually learn um while having fun sometimes a cocktail generally a cocktail everything went over my head except i heard cocktail so you know we're, we're, we're good with that well that's why i throw different words in there because i know certain ones stick with certain people so i have to play to my broad audience <laughs> do so i, I like want to know nice what it talks. says about Some me likes cocktails do, do I want to know what that says about me in vivo versus cocktail? Like, I wasn't trying uh, to in vivo. I heard we have an awesome guest. We might want to save you and go that way. Okay, thank you. That was really kind of you. I'm not used to that. He's got something up his sleeve for me later, folks. Uh, we do have an absolutely fantastic guest joining us today. We've got Abby Mellinger of Penza Productions joining today. Abby, welcome to the lab. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. I'm excited to dive into things with you guys. Yeah, we're pumped to have you on the show. Why don't you do our viewers and listeners a solid and just share with them a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, yeah. So my name is Abby Mellinger. Um, I was a documentary producer and then later got dragged into like a marketing director role. Um, resigned from that company in about two years ago. 
um, and I started a production company. We work in a, like a variety of different areas from like crypto tech companies, startup investment, um, like creating productions for small companies to get investors. Um, and then we work at a corporate level where we're creating, doing corporate storytelling, running ads and campaigns, um, and sort of delivering those analytics behind it to help small businesses grow. Um, but the overarching theme of all of it as a producer is just the storytelling, um, the branding storytelling. I just say I'm a storyteller as far as the how those all relate in a sense. Well, we 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 love stories, so so you yeah. got to do us a favor, a doc documentary producer. I can kind of like imagine what that is, but but yeah. is it what I think it is? I, I yeah, I mean, I used to solely do documentary nonfiction production, like long form, um, and then now with the what I'm doing now is I've sort of taken those skill sets in production producing um, and turned them into a way that small companies can monetize off them. Um, which is essentially like in the marketing facet, just like your brand story, um, your brand story. It's, it's, it's not just the inception of the company, but it's the reason why it exists. It's, it's where it's going to go in the future. It's the motivation behind the founding of the company. And it's the why behind the existence of that company. And our job is to tell that and connect with your audience on it. It's really, it's really interesting. How do you, did you know, like documentary production? I, I mean, just, just, was that intentional did you fall into it how'd you start um, out how i fell into it, it's actually funny i growing up i grew up in south florida fort lauderdale um i was a certified stress and rescue diver i started creating video underwater videos and my first documentary was about the economic impact of these hammerheads on this island bimini right off the shore um and then like i was like yeah documentary storytelling i'm gonna go to school for that i did um I mean, I got, I got, then like, I got started getting like really interested in media and media storytelling and how it affects people in a larger scale. Um, I got bit by a shark. They like twisted the words up, but things got messy. And I was like, this is like, there's so much ethics that go behind this. Why are people, you know, you can tell a story and everything in the story can be true, but there's so much that get, gets left behind like on the editing room floor, right? Um, so sort of the ethics and then that came down to like interested in like how it affects marketing and how people interact with it. And the, psychology behind it um so i've always just been interested in that did you just cavalierly drop that you were bit by a shark like it was day? <laughs> no big no <laughs> did, did, did um, i hear that right <laughs> yeah no it was funny but it, you? <laughs> yeah well but um it, like that was a big part of it though was it was the summer going into school and um i, I was just like free diving off commercial and by this pier there's a little baby shark that had like a hook stuck in its mouth. Um, and I, it was a nurse shark, notor notoriously non like violent or whatever. Um, and I, I have a lot of background, like background with the ocean and all that stuff. So I was pretty comfortable. I dove down and started to just untangle it. Um, naturally, it, uh, understandably, it got nervous, latched onto my hand and we had to get it pried off with a nightstick from Beach Patrol. Um, but the media, it's what the media did with it. That was super interesting. They were like, she was on a pier and stuck its hand in the mouth. And I was like, that's just not what happened. And I started to realize like, who's regulating this? Who's like, who's behind these stories? And why are we just doing it for what the masses want to hear? And not like, how are we relating to it? How are people consuming it? Um, and then when I went to school, we were deep diving into like case studies and like marketing case studies, like these, these grassroots approaches where it didn't seem like marketing at the time, but they were. Um, and we did a couple of cases that I was just like, that's crazy. 
And then when I took on the marketing role uh, at the other company after I was producing, um, I just saw so much correlation and I was just like, corp like corporations need this at a larger level. Like storytelling is not for little people. Storytelling is branding. Storytelling is everything. It, storytelling writes history. Um, so I was like, this is what like, corp corporations need too. Doc, you know, I, I, I don't know that this happens often, but like I can pretty confidently say I, I'm going to be able to fast forward to like seven or eight years down the road. And I'd be like, do you remember that time we had that, that woman come onto our podcast? And she's like, I got bit by a shark. Like it was no big deal. Like, th like your story already stuck. Right? Like, okay. Clearly good at what you do. It's pretty impressive. Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate so, it. Subtle oversell. <laughs> hey, you, you know what? It, it, it's true. It's true. I, I I think there's certain things where it's like, wow. So so first of all, I'm a little enamored because I'm a, I'm I'm a scuba diver, and so I kind of appreciate the the background there and and totally get with it. Uh, so so you had the production background, and then you kind of had the marketing background. Yeah. What really what prompted you to pull the trigger and become a CEO and found your own company? Um. So yeah, actually. So you know, there was that phase of my life where I was just like no one's really like regulating this media. And I, I you know, I'm a, I'm a teenager and I start questioning everything and I'm questioning who's producing this, who's, you know, behind all this. And then in my later life, I was working for someone, um, my last job. And honestly, I felt like I was, there was some like core values and how we were producing that were missed, like total markers being missed. And I didn't like the person it was making me. Um, they just were against my human values. And so I resigned. Um, they definitely tried to get me to stay, but I resigned and I was like, I wanna, I wanna lead with the values that I think are missing here. So if you go on my website, you'll see, see like my three core values of my company are integrity, transparency, and communication. And I really truly think that that's the, the, some of the pillar points of like what makes a brand strong and how to like relate and earn the trust of people and just market to the correct people, the right audience, um, not waste your time. Cause you, you know, your time is just as important as theirs. Um, so yeah, then I was just like, well, if I can't find it here, I'm just gonna do it myself. <laughs> um, I just started, I started kind of like that. Started very small, lots of failures. Tell us more about that. I mean, I mean, yeah. seriously, I, you know. <laughs> oh, it, gladly. It's a, it's a big jump to to run your own business, and mm -hmm. uh, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of frame this for any of our uh, listeners and not our viewers. Uh, you're not like a 50, 60 year old woman who's jumping into this. I mean, you're, you're relatively young when you get started into running a business. So you don't have a tremendous vast experience in the business world beforehand. What's the experience been like? Oh yeah. Um, it's been crazy. It's a whirlwind, right? I think there's value in just this, you know, I started it when I was, it's about two years. I'm 25 now. I just turned 25. So 23 or so, um, 22. And I think, I think I just didn't understand how much went into it, to be honest. I was just kind of naive and I was like, screw it. I'm going to do this my way. And to be honest, like I'm still learning this every day. Um, I had to do, I did a Dale Carnegie sales training program. I'm, I'm, I actively work with a mentor right now to constantly challenge yourself to learn more. Um, and there's tons of stuff that I have to do that I really don't want to do. Um, that's not like a fun producer thing to do, balancing the books and things like that. Um, so, but there's been tons of failures, like just uh, one of the forefront ones I will say is contracts, huge, protect yourself. Um, people will take advantage of you. People will do these things. They'll walk on top all over you. And there's like this balancing act in the forefront where I was doing so much free labor and I'm living at home and just trying to get my feet into this thing. 
Um, and then people start to, that's the normal for you. And then you get your foot in the door and you slowly, you know, lay this foundational work. Um, we've worked with some like incredible people. Um, and I'm, I'm super grateful for having been around those people's presences, but there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of like, there's just a lot of stuff that you don't want to, you don't even realize. And I, and I honestly, I'm, I'm grateful though, that I did it. I'm grateful that I was just like, yeah, I can do this. And now looking back, I'm like, I had no idea. And I still, you know, you're still learning. You don't even know what you don't know. Right. That's how I see it. There was a great statement I heard from somebody I was just talking to earlier this week where it's just like, Hey, you know, we're constantly all just, uh, learning as we go <laughs> you know, uh, in, in, a, in a sense, right. None of us really truly 100%. know what we're doing. And, and yeah. you, you see that, you know, most parents will say that with kids. It's like, oh, we're just doing the best we can, right? And it, yeah. running a business is kind of the same thing. It's like it's like having a baby, and you, yeah. you you figure it out as you go. And hopefully, to your point, you surround yourself with some great people that can mm -hmm. help give you some guidance. Uh, so interesting. You, you talked about contracts specifically and people walking all over you. So in, interesting intersection there, if only because you, you talked about, hey, I'm going to go out on my own because I want this to be driven by the values I believe in. I want this to have an integrity focus and, and be about something I really believe in. And then you talk about your first big failure that comes to mind is dealing with contracts and people kind of walking all over you and taking advantage of you. So almost an idealism versus like a wake up call to what business can be out there. Uh, that's must not have been fun. Yeah, no. And I think a, a critical point is like to not be afraid to ask for help too. Um, and just always lead with your values. Um, to be honest, I, I think where I got to where I am today and the people we've worked with um, is because of that. You know, we, I, I kind of mentioned earlier, we, we're in a generation where like, gen, like the people who are actively consuming things and using these things, it's a generation that can tell whether it's fake or real. And if it's not real, like they will call you out on it if you're not being honest and you're not being your true self. Um, and I think we're starting to like have this glo like global shift in um, marketing where people are aware you're marketing to them too. So you have to get a little creative in your story, like your storytelling approach and how you're marketing to people. And the easiest way to do that is to just be authentic, um, be authentic with the content you're creating, be authentic with who you're working with. and working with the right people. Um, that was another learning point for me. Like, don't be afraid to say no. Like I used to just say yes to sure. We'll do this. We'll do this. And now like my discovery phase, I'm vetting you just as much as you're vetting me. And I have no problem. I've said no to like, like, uh, what was it? The Marlins baseball team. Like we had people there. I've said no to them. Like it's, you, once you identify the value of yourself, people will see it within it, you too, in your work. I just we lost the Marlins as a sponsor, but that's okay. <laughs> sensitive topic. Well, I said no to them. So. Yeah, just funny enough, a lot of people say no to them. Um, <laughs> wow, mostly players. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate the you know we're because we've this has been a theme uh, in the last few podcasts too. I think mm -hmm. of just getting to know the audience, the storytelling, knowing who you're working with, and, and you know being authentic with it it's a theme that comes up and that's because it doesn't really matter the business doesn't really matter what you're doing that theme holds true mm -hmm. you know as a fellow someone who also is very close to 25 years old um something like that uh i agree with those the sentiments that that's one of the first things that we look for at, at this age mm -hmm. just it reminds me abby of you know people uh chasing dollars but going after dimes you know when we 
work with anybody and everybody, we slow down really our mm -hmm. business and, and our goals. It's it's not until we are willing to kind of say no to people that don't align with with yeah. who we want to be our clients and kind of the, the problems we want to solve. That's where businesses struggle a lot of times in professional struggle. I, I think it's pretty insightful for you to have gone through that already and, and really learn that lesson because yeah. it's it's a tough lesson to learn, right? To say no mm -hmm. to business that's in front of you because it's not the right kind of business. It's scary, man. I've been in business for a long time. It's still a scary thing to do. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, ah, oh, there, there's always that little piece that yeah. of you that kind of says, but there's but this what? like joke in the industry that it's like, it's like the $500 client versus like the $10,000 client or whatever. And it's like, you have a smaller client that, which understandably so is, you know, they're like, we're making this investment with you. We, you know, we want to make sure that we're putting it in the right hands that are on their micromanaging and they sometimes breach their contracts. Um, and you know, you naturally, you're going to do everything to make that person happy because you're, that's your company. Um, but then you have your $10,000 client that's more, a little more corporate and they're just like money sent, you know, they trust you to do the job. Um, and so it's sort of just understanding who you, who you want to work with, who you want to surround yourself with, you know, at the end of the day, I can, I can right now do a business assessment with you guys and go through some of your analytics and break down the average cost for acquisition of a new listener and a new customer, um, and put a numerical value on that for you. Uh, but what you can't put a value on is, is, you know, how much are you willing to spend to earn so much trust and their good, well opinion of you, um, and that's brand storytelling. That's what I specialize in. That's all the, these companies that I've worked with, even in the crypto space, um, it's telling their story, how you interview them, how, you know, what they say, everything, all of that matters. Um, so just the authenticity. Do you find that early on you had a challenge where you had a lot of people where, with, with different values? Because you're, you're talking about storytelling, right? So you're talking about branding and storytelling and taking business owners and businesses. And I think you have, kind of a natural tendency for people to want to be a little inauthentic, right? They want to put on their, their best face. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not suggesting that, that that's a bad thing. I just think it, yeah. it could probably clash a little bit with your value system. So I'm just kind of curious, have, have you run across that a lot? Has it been a challenge? Yeah. So you're saying like, have I had difficulties getting to their core, their core, essentially authentic selves and getting them to accept, Hey, this is what we want to put out there. Yeah, um, it's funny. People, you think so. At the end of the day, like everyone's human. We're all gonna get a little nervous when we're on camera. We're all gonna get a little this or that. Um, we've worked. We've worked with Kevin O'Leary, Mark Cuban, Tony Hawk, Aaron Rodgers. These major people. You talk to them. Like I'll be interviewing them, and they are on autopilot of their PR agent. Just like I'm gonna just say this because I know this is what's safe to say. And then I work with these small business owners and I sit them down and we chalk it up for a while and they get comfortable. And eventually I get to that core of them where they're comfortable. And they're just like oozing these incredible stories about like the, the my family immigrated here when we were younger and this is what we did. And they taught me this and I started this company with this reason. And they become someone so relatable. Um, and granted, it's hard to compare those two. One's a small business owner and one's like a mogul and they have to be careful what they say. Um, but the ones that are, I'll tell you something, like the ones that are gonna capture people's attention, it's the, it's, it's, it's the ones that are being authentic. Um, and yes, sometimes it's super hard and people get super nervous. I've like, in my earlier years, like worked with people and they're like, no, I have to read a script. I've held a script behind the camera for people before. And now I refuse. I said, we don't even need a script at the door. We're just gonna have a conversation. You're gonna sit behind a camera and we're just gonna talk. 
Um, so it's really breaking down those barriers and connecting with them as a person. Um, that's what they say. The first thing in sales, the first thing you sell someone on is yourself. Um, so I've definitely had issues there. And sometimes depending on the project, I'm like, you know, maybe I'm just not getting through with this person, but usually like some of these people, I, I've, I've, I've opened some of these videos where I'm like, what's your favorite type of chicken wing? And we just start talking. Obviously all of that gets left on the editing room floor, but they trust me. We're talking, we have commonalities, we find common ground and they just, that's when all the authenticity starts coming out and much better for their brand. It's scary to be vulnerable, right doc? Yeah. I I struggle with it. I love to make him struggle with it. <laughs> it is. It's super hard to be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 scary. It I, I mean, I mean, it 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 really is. And it's uh, scarce. That's why, like, the basic economics of it is. That's why it's so valuable. Scarcity. Not everyone can be so vulnerable. It's very hard. Are there are there, in your opinion? I, I mean, do people sometimes open up too much. Is there, is there a, another extreme out there? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think now, now that I'm, little, come out. <laughs> yeah, I have been, I, when I was documentary producing and we were doing some hard hitting topics, I've been condemned to hell and called a sinner and cussed out and all these crazy things just because people have different views than you or, you know, they didn't realize that you knew things and it comes up in an interview or, there's like totally a fine line. And I love that about, that's probably my favorite thing about what I do is just like, you know, when we were younger, we took these like journalism ethics courses and things like that, where it's just the ethics behind it. That's why like in media and storytelling, you hear these stories where you're like, that's just wrong, like wrong, like challenge the media, do your research, all this stuff, because um, you never know, you know, Everyone, it's easy to say anything and a lot gets left behind in stories too. But we've definitely had some characters. Yeah, especially, I live in Florida. You're a Florida man, like, we, we have those characters. <laughs> you must have read my mind because I was about to ask, yeah, hey, you know, does, has Florida earned the reputation? Yeah, yeah, that's my my most interesting people have been in Florida. My most characters, I would say. Florida-based interviews. Doc, you're a local, aren't you? Just curious. Yeah. Abby has not interviewed me yet. Just, uh... <laughs> I'm going to get you behind the camera. Just to make sure I'm not one of those that you don't think you are. <laughs> still out. Jury's still out on that one. Uh, but I think that does bring a good point in um, just about the storytelling and, and people connecting and being afraid to kind of open up. I think that's also why comedians are so popular. People love to go to comedy shows is because that's one place where the comedians kind of say things that people are thinking. Um, and in a way that's funny that they don't, they can feel okay about laughing about, but then they can be like, oh, someone else thinks that's too, that's good. That's amazing. Yeah. And we don't get that a lot. And we, we think are these thoughts that we're having in our head are unique to us. And some are, there's definitely some that are, uh, but a majority of what we're thinking about are especially things that we're, we're scared or anxious about are very common if we just let it out there and realize that the majority of the people are thinking the same thing are worried about those same things. Yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys are performance coaches. No, you work with companies. That's something that you guys special in, specialize in. Um, how much of their productivity and performance comes down to just mindset, right? A lot. I mean, a lot, a lot. For most people, it's getting out of their own way, I could argue. Yeah. 
a whole yeah, bunch. <laughs> Very additive to the conversation, Doc. Thank thinking. you. <laughs> I didn't well, I'm, predict them. I'm also very aware of Abby and her soundbite to talk earlier. She mentioned about soundbites are key. So I'm giving these cool soundbites that our VAs can pull and just pop. It's He's taking notes. Ah, listen to everything Abby's saying. He's forward thinking. I know, right? I love it. Uh, I also jotted down that time that she said that you guys are specialized and that's what you do. That's all been jotted down. Don't worry. So that, yeah, that's funny. She has timestamps. I, I heard a, her call a special, and I was like, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Special, specialized, yeah. yeah. We're a little bit of both. Jamie's lacking a little sleep right now. He's got an infant at home, so uh, we're, awesome. we're giving a little a little cautious with Thank him. You. He missed I gave him a wide-open opportunity about the age thing earlier, and he just totally missed it. So I knew he was definitely tired. Half asleep, yeah. 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 This is this is my half asleep energy, by the way, folks. You're 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 welcome. I'm, I'm impressed on, on eight hours here. <laughs> I'm I'm curious, Abby. Where where do you see the industry and and when it comes to branding and videography and and the work you do? Where do you see it going? Because I, I I'd like to hear your perspective on this because you're 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 young, but you've had the business for a couple years now. So I think you've kind of. You're going to be on the forefront of a lot of those changes as we see them. Yeah, um, it's funny. I'm, 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 I'm trying to keep my toes in two pools right now. So I'm actively always trying to learn more. Um, my sister and I, we're launching a company next year that's going to require a lot of effort on my end from content creation, ad sales funnels and things like that. So, you know, just constantly keeping my toe on that and practicing those skills. But then also you have this like crypto wave starting to push in. And with that comes Web3, right? which is like this whole new metaverse where things use way more autonomy and content creators, it's going to change the game of content creators. So, you know, as I go to these conferences and produce for people and do things like I'm trying to keep an ear on that too and say, you know, how can I be adopting? How can I be learning? How can I, if this is what's going to be humming, what can I do to, to go with it? Right. So it, there's a lot of directions. And then even just with web two right now and ad sales funnels, the reality is anyone can do it. I think we live in a world where you don't even have to get a college degree anymore to be really successful. There's so many different training programs and all these things that are available. Um, I think that it's content creation is, I think it's just becoming more authentic. We're like starting to break down those barriers and say, you know what? Check the professionalism at the door. Show me what's real about this. Why do I give a crap? Because there's 10 more like you. What makes yours different and special? So I, I, I think that's what's neat. And I think that theme will carry through, whether it's Web 2 or Web 3, for content creators moving forward and marketing people. I, I love hearing that, if only if only because it, it's like validating for the, yeah. for, for the doc and I and, and our business. Yeah. Model. Because a, a large part of what we said is we want to be we wanted to be able to kind of reimagine uh, corporate trainings and, and that really right. buttoned up environment, with this, which is like total facade. You know, you know, you got a mask on and it's like, hey, let's let's just clear yeah. the air here. Let's be real. Let's let's call it how it is. Be a little bit more raw about what we're doing and there, more effective. There has never been a more important time for what you two are doing. There has never been a more accepting time for what you two are doing. And I think as you continue at it, consistency always pays off you will begin to see like the fruits of your labor and people will start to say like, these guys have that experience. And I'm actually, you know, since when was there a budget for performance enhancing, like, um, like, uh, like trainings and things like what you guys do, you know, companies never valued that. 
and now they're starting to say, okay, uh, everybody's doing what we're doing. What could we do differently? And what's our competitive edge? And it's what you guys are doing. It's, it's, it's hacking into the brain and, 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 and really becoming better versions and more authentic versions of ourselves to uplift companies. And that's what you guys do. Awesome. So like legal steroids. Yeah. <laughs> Hack your brain and be a better person. Yeah, and I, I'm a whole believer in that too. And I think we are going to see a lot of shift with Web3. Uh, mm-hmm. And as someone who spent a lot of time in school, I think that model is is there still for like very specific things, like to be a doctor. Yes. You really need, uh, you know, that specific training that you're not going to get anywhere else. Great. That's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're going to be seeing with the, the cost rising of, of colleges where you're leaving with education that doesn't really fit into today's world or the evolving world, you're going to see a lot more people just doing online courses, hiring people that are very specific to their trainings. Um, and it makes much more sense in a lot of these fields just to get that very specific training to what you actually need and then filling it in with more more supplements, courses, masterminds, mentors, um, those things. And you'll still be out very specifically trained out from underneath that with a lot less than what college costs someone who can exactly relate to that yeah Um, yeah, i definitely think that's where we're headed yeah and so much of that too we lived in a world where um things were really structured and it was like this is what you have to do to earn this and now we're living in a world where you're seeing these anomalies where it's like i got an eighth grade degree and i'm a multi-millionaire or i did this and now i'm here um and it's just starting to show people well if he can do that, I can do that. And it's like, well, what did he do? He just believed in himself and he he did, he did worked hard and he did these things. Um, so, and, and, and then that becomes his origin story. Um, people are like, I like this guy and I respect him. And I respect his brand. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a big difference between training and development. And, you know, training is a, a process, a system. It, it's the book knowledge. It's kind of the technical you know, training is technical. Development is all the skills that make you uniquely you. And, and it's it's about building up those skills and, and bringing on new skills or refining the ones you're already really good at. Uh, that's where we can make a huge difference. I think, you know, training is training. Companies tend to be pretty good at training. What they're not so good at is the development. And that's where the opportunity really arises. And it's nice because I think what in your world, Abby, what you're able to do is you're able to say, hey, we can we can provide you the training in something that's probably not your technical expertise, but we can also develop and, and yeah. give you these skills to get really good at, you know, yeah. being more vulnerable and establishing yeah. authenticity and, and creating the trust in the brand because of that and really reaching out between in that gap between you and your clients and bridging that gap by doing this effectively. And that, that's, that's a wonderful marriage. Yeah. Just, I think long-term wise, that's something I want to consider is just entering into like a consultation role um, and for teaching companies how to do this for themselves. But for right now um, at a corporate level, what we're doing, it's, it's it's easier to just capture it. And then I'm like, here, this is why I think this is important. Let me capture it. And then I'm like, if you don't believe me, let you know we're gonna run ads on it. Here's the analytics that support my reasoning for it. Um, and usually, what happens when people run effective ads, ad sales campaigns, uh, your client will come back and say, "Take more money. This is awesome. Like it's totally working." <laughs> and it's just the storytelling, you know. So that's the meat and potatoes. 
I love the thinking outside the box stuff too, right? Like it's that's what gets people's attention. And as we heard in the open, we talked about being out there more in in public and and doing trainings. And if you've been to any of our trainings, you know we're very unique with that. We offer the style is very improvish, right? It's very uh, get on stage, interact, figure it out, put you on the spot. Uh, but that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. And that's it's and it stands out, right? So it's something different than what people see. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, right on. It's like you got to wiggle connected. through the discomfort, yeah. Right. And get through it. And, and have some fun with it, right? It is. It's yeah. exciting to kind of do something different when you're out there networking. Everyone's done the business card. Here it is. But if you can do something else that stands out, you know, that's mm-hmm. what we're big fans of. Yeah, I love that. It's it's important. Um, and. Yeah, I think at the end of it, people forget that like companies, their brands and everything, it's really just them. So. You said it earlier. Sales is all about selling you, right? It's you first. Everything is kind of a commodity except for you. That's the (laughs) only thing that's truly unique in the world. Uh, Mm -hmm. Anybody can create a product or a service or an offer, but what makes you totally unique? Sales 101. Yeah, there you go. That was like um, Tom's, the shoe company. They created a shoe that wasn't anything to write home about, but um, they did this thing where it was one for one. You buy one, we'll donate one. And everybody had Tom's because they knew that if they wore them, it like told everybody else, I'm a good person, I care about this. Um, and it was, it was their story, it was their mission, it was who they were. Um, and it showed that that's what they believed in too. So everything from like tech to sales, everything, it all just comes down to like who, who they are, how you relate to them, and how you how you want to interact with them. It's hard and to get brings, people's attention. And it brings that full circle what we were talking about earlier with the idea of like the comedians, right? Like sending that that message that, oh, it's the same. You think like me because we do want to belong. We want to have that that tribe, that connection, those people that we feel like we fit in with. I mean, that's why sports are so popular uh, because. Yeah you wear the team logo, you wear that mascot, I can now relate to you on something. Even if I know mm-hmm. nothing about you, we share that interest and now we're on that same team. Yeah, it makes complete sense. And that's all human behavior, that's all it comes down to. There's a lot of, there's just a couple core values. We wanna, we wanna feel connected. You're, you nailed it on the head. We wanna feel connected. We wanna feel part of something. Um, it's just a human instinct. Um, so it's just a matter of which one do we want to connect to? Which one do we want to feel a part of? Which one do we want to be a part of? Which one do we endorse and respect? Because um, it's a reflection of self to everyone else. Very true. Following that value system. I love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. Speaking yeah. of connecting, there's my graceful segue. Uh, how can people connect with you and what will you have to offer for our beautiful, awesome yeah. audience? Um, so easiest way to find us is online, penzaproductions.com. Um, and for your listeners, if they just call me and say that JB and the doctor sent them, I'll do a free um, business consultation breakdown with them. Get on the phone or in person um, and see if you know if, if 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 it's a good fit. If they need help, where they where they can expand, give them some pointers um, to help with some of their branding and marketing efforts. That's awesome, yeah. Abby. I have just really enjoyed the conversation today. I'm so grateful you joined us. I'm so excited about what you're doing and building. It's awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me today, guys. It's awesome.
It's been and I love what you're doing. I think it's awesome that you're creating a space um, for people essentially to get vulnerable, which is something we said is so valuable and talk through some of these things. So keep checking out it because there's just always going to be a higher demand for this. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate all the soundbites you gave us today too. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I feel like she's better at this than we are, Doc. <laughs> yeah, this is what I do for work. I, 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 I hope so. Of other people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. welcome back anytime. Thanks for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, we'll connect guys. soon. Take care. Bye. Doc, it's always nice to get the perspective from somebody who has taken a stand. I think on what's really important to them and then really lives it in their business. Cause it's one thing to say you're going to do it. And then it's another thing to really sit back and do it. And Abby, you can, you can to her point about authenticity. When you can tell, you can tell she she's, she's living that way and really impressive. Not an easy thing to do. No, it's, it's impressive when they actually, you know, walk the walk and not just talk the talk. That was a fun throwback for you. That's just giving you some. I thought you were just doing one of your sound bites. For, for the day. <laughs> You're so into your sound bites today. I thought I was just giving it to you. I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, I learned from the bad. I mean, if Abby, everything she said made sense to me. So when she starts telling me to do certain things, I'm listening. I'm, I'm a student. Yeah, I, I had a lot of great takeaways from Abby. Uh, if, if nothing else, then, you know, certainly align your values and you'll be able to, you'll be able to connect with an audience. And that is where you can build a really great business that you can enjoy and your clients can enjoy too. And we enjoy all our clients. That's because we built a great business. All right. We built a great business because we enjoy our clients or because we have great clients, all the above. If you want to be one of those. How do they find us, JP? You can find us almost all over, uh, pretty much all over social media. If you're down here in South Florida, you can certainly find us at a number of our live events, which we've been having more and more of. So come check us out, especially if you are interested in some performance and getting outside of your comfort zone, because we excel in doing that. But between Instagram, Facebook community, Twitter, YouTube, you name it, we've got it. The Entrepreneur Mastery Lab is everywhere. And if you are still listening, you're still viewing, do us a favor. If you haven't already, give us that five-star review. Give us the like, the subscribe, the follow, share us on social media because we want to share more of these stories with more of you. And thank you for your efforts. And remember, you can always find out more in the show notes as long as with our free gift for you. If you'd like to check out six, met six methods to make sure your business doesn't fail, it's just right down below. All you got to do is click a little button and you get it for free. And while you're there, you can click on other stuff. If you want to DM us, send us some messages, let us know how we can help you. We would be glad to do that. So do all those things and we'll see you on the other side. All right, everybody. I'm JB. I'm out. Peace out, you.